Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! I heard a woo and I just knew. Mm -hmm. Post Malone last uh -huh. night. It was fun. Oh yeah, you went with her, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, it was cool. I was pretty nice. love his new album. It's really So good. I hope that he was as good live as he... He sounded just like it. Good. Which is like cool, but then at the same time, I was like, oh, this sounds just like it. <laughs> I can just sit at home and listen to well, them. Well, because I mean, there's no band. You know? Yeah, it's, it's just, just him. There's no band. There's no like dancers. It's just him and a bunch of lights. Yeah. And like, yeah, he was great, but it all did sound just like it does on the album. Yeah. And for me, I was kind of like, could be at home in PJs listening like to listen. this. <laughs> that's that's kind of and the catch twenty two about going and seeing an artist who's actually as good live. Is right. Like, well, a guess, band is different. Yeah, I feel that's like. why. Like, but just an artist, just like, like a, a solo singer artist. who's got like tracks. Like even like going to see Demi Lovato, she she killed it. and She was so good, but at the same time, it was like she she sounds exactly the same like she does on her yeah. on her records so you can sit at home and listen to it or you can pay out the nose and go see her and right. yes you're seeing her live and you're in her general proximity but it sounds the same yeah i mean like it was a great light show and pyro and like all that was really like really fun mhm mm so that's anyway great <laughs> uh, so that's... concert was cool though like good. yeah it was a good time <laughs> All it's right. been a while since we've recorded over here. I know. It's because of these monsters. Well, that's, <laughs> that's very It's fair. easier to record it in your apartment. Well, that's true. All right. Anyway, <laughs> what are we talking about? So, uh... Hello. Hello. <laughs> All that to say. Whatever you enjoyed of that. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the Feeny Call. We're in uh, season two now. Getting into the thick of it with uh, episode two. Season two. Episode two. And two, the, uh, two point two title of this episode is called pairing off mm. and uh let me pull up my trivia trivia so i actually have two little tiny pieces of trivia kind of sort of trivia ish this is the only episode in the entire series to feature a scene inside amy and alan's bedroom interesting we never ever see their bedroom again I think we see the hallway again in yeah. the... Yeah, um, we get to a hallway. It's in like the Christmas episode. In the, yeah, in the Christmas episode. That's fine. That's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so Corey also mentions Jerry and um, Shoshana, which is a kind of a writer's, I think, joke, because it's supposed to be like Jerry Seinfeld. And uh, his girlfriend Shoshana. What is this reference? I from Seinfeld. I'm oh, not you're talking about like oh the, the like you're, in the writers' room. They were so like, you mean like sorry, I was trying to get like in that episode. When did that happen? Oh, so it's they're like walking. Yeah, the there's two a couple. kids are walking by mm -hmm. us, and he goes like Jerry and Shoshana. Mm -hmm. Got it. And you and, and it's supposed to be like a writer's joke about Jerry Seinfeld and his girlfriend Shoshana. Um, but there's also a Michael and Lisa Marie that they reference, and that's supposed to be Michael Jackson and then wife Lisa Marie Presley. Ah, interesting. So, yeah, the writers were just like, what two celebrity names can we pick? What a weird like thing to spend your time on, you know? Mm -hmm. I guess if you're writing a show for a long period of time, you've got to do things to spice it up for yourself. Yeah, keep it interesting. <laughs> keep it interesting. <laughs> I gotta say, I did really like this episode. Though. It's a fun episode. This is one of my faves. It's a good time. Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of really good moments in this episode. I think there are a couple of things. Obviously, Eric says a couple of things, and you know when he's like giving Corey advice and that oh, kind yeah. of thing, and it's just oh, yeah. like. Mm -hmm. 
but it's what? not good. No. Is the is the good and part. And that's the yeah. Right. It's supposed to be like a bad example. Yeah, an example a, of bad advice. Yes, which is a good thing. Which is true. <laughs> right. What did you learn? Oh, we gotta do a recap. We keep forgetting about ah, this. Damn, you're right. Okay, recaps. Who's up? Season two. I think it's Megan and Skyler lose their minds. All right. On your mark. Get set. And go. So everybody's pairing off at school, and Corey's like, how do I get a girl to talk to me? And Sean's like, I don't know, dude. You just flip your hair, and Corey looks like an idiot. And then there's the teacher, who's a substitute teacher, who comes in and talks to them about reproductive organs. And Corey makes a fun joke, but then he's like, hey, come here. How do you get a girl to talk to you? And then Eric is having uh, this, this little thing with this girl who he's studying with, and Corey catches him making out in his parents' bed. And then... Eric teaches him how to get a girl, and Corey talks to this girl, but doesn't learn her name Stop. and feels, ugh, there's a lot in this episode. <laughs> it's a busy episode. Say, you spent a lot of time, I think, focusing on uh, the Corey and not yeah, so much on the Eric, on which the Eric I think was stuff. the, which was a good majority of the episode. I guess that is fair. It's a lot of the Eric stuff. Yeah. But I, I like I said, I did really enjoy this It's a episode. busy episode. I liked it, it a lot. Busy. It's a good one. There's lots of good stuff in it. And I, this is one of the, I would say, at least most, I don't know if it's most quoted because the quote is kind of long, but one of the, in the perusing of all the social medias, one of the quote that, quotes that I see the most often is the, she asks him about uh, the reproductive cycle and oh. he talks about um, the Philippine tube and... <laughs> Swims down the Philippine <laughs> tube. Down and then kicks him out the door and... Uh, Yes, such a great moment. So what did you learn? What did I learn? Be decent. Be decent. (laughs) Be a decent human being Mm -hmm. is a good place to start. Learn her name. One of my favorite lines in the entire series is when he just yells, like, it's such good timing. He's Mm -hmm. going, 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 snaps back, learn her name. Anyway, like... It's so well delivered. Yes. And such a good moment. Anyway, yeah. Absolutely. I like honestly learned like decency. Yeah, pretty much. Talk to the people, have respect, have mutual respect for someone that you're interested in. Yes. An important piece of life. Definitely. I think with the whole pairing off thing, I and how it was apparent in also Turner and then also Feeney. Uh, it's like we're like always bit. we're always gonna seek connection with another person be it romantic or just in like a friendship kind of way we're Mm -hmm. gonna start and and just going through that period of your life and doing it with grace and yeah with decency yeah because I think it can be especially for when it comes to like romantic relationships and learning how to first start to date and that kind of thing it can be just a uh, tricky thing to navigate. And obviously Corey is a good example of like, I don't even know how to begin. I don't even know how to talk right. to Right. Well, I think it's interesting that he he does exactly what he's taught to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like he has no idea where to start. Yeah. He gets advice and he does that and it works. Mm-hmm. But like he feels bad about how it's working, mm-hmm. which is great. Yes. <laughs> but like that's a really wonderful, honest learning moment, I think. You know? I did notice at the beginning of the episode, Topanga rejected Corey and was Mm -hmm. like, no, we can't date because we'll end up hating each other. Mm -hmm. Do you think they knew? I don't know. At this point? I feel like I keep asking that question. I know. Like, when does it become clear? I feel like... 
It's in, I, I flagged that too because she says like inevitably like you fall in love and it's great and then you end up hating each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, interesting. Like that's the attitude we get from Topanga later when her parents get divorced. Yes. It's like she doesn't believe in like relationships yeah. anymore. Um, so I don't know. I feels like when we started season two, it feels like we knew that Topanga was going to be... We at least knew that she was going to be more of a, like a bigger character, but I don't know if they plan on them being together quite yet. Yeah, I think we. Do. I think I'm gonna say yes. That with the beginnings of season two, they that, knew that it was at some point. At some point, even if they didn't know, like we're gonna, this show is gonna run until they get married. Maybe they didn't know that, but they did realize, like, oh, we're gonna. These two characters are gonna be in a relationship at some point, or like have a first kiss, or like testing it, maybe testing out the chemistry at sure. this point. Sure, I mean they've already had their first kiss together. That's true. I keep forgetting that. So I think it's fair to say that like writers knew like oh as long as this show runs long enough like these mm-hmm. two will be in a relationship at some at point, some yeah. point whether that carries us to the end of the show who knows but what about sean though do you think mm. they ever considered a topanga sean relationship i don't think so really no i don't see it out i don't i don't i don't see hints of that along the way not until it's funny because I don't see hints of that until Corey and Topanga are already together. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there are little things like when she goes to him mm-hmm. for comfort when she finds out that she's moving mm-hmm. and how Corey gets all suspicious when they're making out for the film, yeah, in college and stuff. Even still, I don't I don't know that I feel like that was ever seeds of like a relationship mm-hmm. between the two of them so much as just I, what if we can we write these two characters in relation to each other without Corey. Yeah. You know. And, and make them friends also. Right. In its own in its own weird bastardized Bechdel test where like, <laughs> can these two have a relationship not related to Corey? Right. <laughs> Which kind of when um is it there's a part in the series where like Sean blows off Topanga and is like, we were never really friends anyway. It's when he gets chicken pox, remember? There's like him and him and him and Jack, they have chicken pox, and Topanga is yes. gonna take care of them. Yes. And it's Corey and Topanga are broken up. Yeah, I remember and, this. Yeah, and Sean's like, we were never really friends anyway. Besides, just like what you in and, the like, yeah, mm-hmm. in, in terms of like your... being a three, three way friendship there or whatever. <laughs> about to say threesome. <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't figure out the way to <laughs> phrase it the right way, but I do think that that the Corey Topanga idea of a relationship. Was definitely been, there. Has been founded, yeah. That's fair. I would say so. I think that Corey's actually a, such a sweetheart in this episode. Mm-hmm. He knows, like he's aware of, I guess, the fact that Eric didn't give him the best advice, but yeah. he's still like, he still wants to have a connection with a girl bad enough that he's willing to follow it. But mm-hmm. then he comes back to like oh, this just doesn't feel right and it's the same thing when in the last year season i almost said series in the last season when he wants to take topanga out and mm-hmm. she's like great it's a date and he's like oh, i'm not ready like mm-hmm. every time i feel like he gets into a place where he's not ready he, at least he has the common sense and the security enough to kind of backtrack on that and be like actually i'm not like mm-hmm. i thought i was gonna do this thing but I just can't would you like to do this instead and it's never like I'm blowing you off like goodbye it's always like well very honest like it's my fault Mm -hmm. and I would like to like renegotiate the terms yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah no I agree with that he he is really sweet in this episode Mm -hmm. and I think he he's very like he handles it so well at the end with that conversation 
She comes up in a different episode. She does show up again. We get a couple in these first couple episodes of season two, like recurring mm-hmm. girls that show up yes. a couple of times. Yeah, we definitely see Wendy again. Even continuing, even like some of the extras, like whenever Sean was like, he would do the hair thing, mm-hmm. there were these two girls and I swear we see them again. Well, the second girl, when he does it, this is in the next episode. No, it's in this episode. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, yeah. So in this episode, he does the hair thing and it's the second the second girl. I don't recognize the first one. But the second girl that responds, she's like talking with a group. It's mm-hmm. after Sean's like, I'm still young enough. I can do this twice. Yeah. He does it again. And she comes over 100%. We see her again. We see her again. I know we do. I just can't remember when. I'm pretty sure we see the other girl again too. The, the redhead. Yeah. But I just Are they all remember. the girls that show up and lock him in the boathouse? No. Those <laughs> girls are specific. Yeah. I know those. They like, all. I know their they faces. All show up. I don't know their names. It's, there's so many, I feel like there's Sean and Corey, go, this sounds bad, but they go through so many girls that it's, it's hard true. to in seasons two and, remember a and lot two of two here and, and two and three, there's mm-hmm. a lot of like one-off girl. Mm-hmm. Especially stuff. for Sean, but also yeah. even a little bit for, obviously for Wendy. Right. He's going to date Wendy. I think one more episode he has with Wendy and then we're done with Wendy. I think Cause so. Cause she's the one who gets like super obsessed with him and he's like, I don't really like her that much. The next episode, we get one of the worst characters to be introduced into Boy Meets World, in my opinion. Who? No, we're going to leave it at that. All right. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> keep it suspenseful. Okay, so she is only in season two, okay. but episode 15 is the one that I'm thinking of. Got it. Oh, that's so long from now. <laughs> yeah. Corey asks Wendy out on a date, and now she won't leave him alone. Yeah, that's just, mm-hmm. see, that feels strange that we're going to revisit this character when they really like tied shit up pretty well there yeah and that we're gonna like redefine her so lazily later yeah for the sake of what'll probably not be a great episode i mean even (laughs) so one of the girls actually who locks sean up is the girl the girlfriend who hated Corey, and was like am i wrong in this she was kind of a bitch to Corey. Mm-hmm. And then she's one of the ones who locks him up and is like, Sean, blah, 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 is the worst, whatever. And she was the worst. Am I wrong in this? No, I can't quite remember. Again, and this is I shitty. I remember her face. There's so many and it gets confusing. I want to know who the other girl in this episode is, though. That um, Oh, when we see her again? Yeah. So it's, it's when Sean flips his hair the second time. I, the only girl that I specifically remember by name is Veronica Watson, and it's just because they say her. Veronica Watson. Because they say her name so I do, much. I, yes, I do remember Veronica Watson, because that's when Sean is staying with Corey's family. Yes, and it's really interesting because there was a someone on uh, Instagram was asking about Wendy at one point. And I was like, oh yeah, Wendy, I totally forgot that she was a thing. And they were asking like, did you think that she was right for Corey or whatever? And I was like, obviously Corey and Topanga were written to be together. So that was going to happen regardless. But Mm -hmm. I don't think Wendy's a bad girlfriend for Corey. I think she was just a little more dependent than what he needed. And he was just like, she's not a bad girl. She was just not great for Corey. I agree. When he's, like when he's chill, she's, she's fine. fine. She's fine. She's, I would say, a pretty normal seventh grader. Is this the girl I'm thinking of? Marguerite Moreau? Maybe she's... I can't... Oh, God. No, it's... Can't we, she's in Wet Hot American Summer in 2001. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. that her? Mm-hmm. 
Is that who I'm thinking of? That's Rebecca. But I just put that together. Oh. Which one's Rebecca? Who's that? Rebecca's the one that Eric has. The one that Eric makes. Oh, you're right. Holy shit. Okay. I'm sorry. I mean, I get that he shares a room with his brother, but why would you go make out on your parents' bed? Yeah, no, fuck that. Nuh uh. That's weird. That's fucking weird. Make out on your own bed. I get it that he has a twin and also like what were you anticipating was going to happen? Do you really think you were going to have sex on your parents' bed? Mm-mm, no, thank you. How weird. That's so weird. That's Very so strange. uncomfortable. Very strange. All right. And I maybe it's just because he shared his room with Corey. I mean, listen, like, no, she, you know, you she, think? he said she sat down on the bed and went pat, pat. Mm. Yeah, but the act uh, so it's on her. She had the weird thing. She was like, oh, look, your parents' room. Sexy. Weird. <laughs> you know? That weird. Fucking strange. Fucking strange. I mean, Eric could make any room in his house sexy because he's just a horny little 16-year-old. But... <laughs> I was wondering where you were going. <laughs> that just, that, yeah, that seems so weird to me. Did you ever no. even no, never consider once. that? Never once even considered that as an idea. I didn't even take anyone into my parents' room. No. Like, even as, like, a like Even as, like, yeah, if I were going like, to show you the house, I don't usually uh, show people in my parents' room. No. Like, that was not That's a thing. That's off-limits. No. No, it, was, it wasn't even, like, an off-limits thing. It was just, like, uninteresting. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's a room with I a bed know. in it. I, I mean, know. I guess I didn't share a bedroom, so maybe that's part of it. I was never allowed in my room with a boy. At all. Mm. I never had that sort of issue. <laughs> um definitely was allowed to be in your room do, with girl. yeah yeah we weren't allowed to be in the same room we definitely weren't allowed to shut the door but mm-hmm. also we weren't we weren't allowed to have tvs in our room and i didn't have a laptop until i was right graduated so like, from high school yeah so there was no point unless we wanted to like sit and listen to music or something and Ooh, my parents would have cool. been like well there's a cd player in the uh living room that you're welcome to use so we usually just went down into the basement because that's where we kept our like big mm-hmm. tv yeah and so we'd go that was where i used to go and hang out make out hang out yeah <laughs> oh obviously you in gotta basement. even as a parent you gotta know that there's like one place in the house where the kids are going to escape to just to make out yeah like, they're high schoolers come on they might not like do anything else, but yeah, there's you're when you're watching when you use the excuse for watching a movie, your parents aren't that stupid, right? They they're gonna know what you're doing, <laughs> like. You know, I want to talk about our substitute teacher real quick because what the hell? Again, ten out of ten would wear her outfit. Just <laughs> saying, she like walked in and I was just like, oh yes. I love that. And that's such a fall. That's such an in look right now is like the cardigan, the like chunkier cardigan with like the skirt. Yeah. Shorter skirt and like Fair. leggings. Or the tights. Right. Yeah. What I, a terrible we, substitute teacher though. Another terrible substitute teacher. Horrendous. But here's the thing. What a sad plot device. I don't remember having like a substitute teacher that was actually like good at teaching necessarily because uh, they usually just yeah. bring them in and they shove them in a classroom well, at least for my right. school You're, that's fair they I didn't guess. really have any specific no they just get called up day of and are like i need you to go sit in the english class today and yeah make sure it goes okay i think the last substitute teacher was more qualified but she just wasn't she just didn't have a lesson plan for some reason yeah well that bitch is over here like sixth grade let's read beowulf yeah go for it and now which actually Oh, no, you know what? This is for the next episode. Never mind. And now we have this substitute teacher who gets stuck with the awkward task of, 
All right, well, you're going to be teaching be them about talking sex about today. sex with seventh graders. Doesn't that sound like the best day? That but sounds Sean like a kind double of, pay Sean kind of was day. kind of cracking me up. She He's did a very funny. good job of, like, deflecting Sean. Sure. Because he did, he was like, oh, 24? I'm a cop. I'm a cop. It's great. It was a funny bit, but it's I, also wildly inappropriate. Oh, so inappropriate. But I mean, that's, I feel like that's any, like, 13-year-old boy with a attractive substitute teacher. Right. Sure. Because I think he was being inappropriate, but she was fine because she was deflecting. I don't think she ever yeah. ranged into inappropriate. I could have also, like, I don't know, she played along a little bit too much for my tastes with Sean instead of being like, haha, sit down, please, you're done. <laughs> you're done. Right. Like, well, the other one, I feel like she was kind of. to shut this down a little faster. Yeah, she was kind of like bantering with him a little bit more. The other substitute teacher was like, shut up and sit down, I'm not taking your shit. See, and that's she was what like, I would have preferred. <laughs> yeah, she was playing along a little bit more and like. Even with Corey, because he obviously has no fucking clue what he's talking about. And she's like, she says something along the lines of like, um, well, you have a good grasp of the reproductive cycle, it seems. Mm -hmm. Or the life cycle. And he says, ah, I live it. Mm -hmm. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He just called them Philippine tubes. He doesn't at all. And I hate how she, this scene ends with her saying like, okay, great. That's it. Any, any questions? Right. That this 13-year-old boy has bastardized the reproductive process. Anyone have any questions? Mm -hmm. And instead of actually every kid in the class going like, yeah, what the fuck is he talking about? He raises his fucking hand and says like, how do you get a girl to talk to you? And we chuckle and cut. And I'm like, no, I need to see how this fucking lesson ends. (laughs) And also, it's one of those things where Corey comes into the house... The, in in the health class, and then again, when Corey comes into the house, he gets home, he like tosses his backpack aside or whatever, and he's like, no one told me about this girl thing. Bitch, we just watched the Telegram video. That's like, true. You just probably just it. did that like four months ago. It does feel like this episode has a lot of repetitive, like, or redundant yeah. nonsense. Especially the bit where Corey says, I need to get new hair. I'm like, we did that. We did this already. We've yes. Been through that. I, yep, we've I we've had this whole, like, oh, everyone's talking to girls bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, this one feels kind of redundant. We've even had a sex talk already on in, in an episode. Like, yes. It feels redundant. It does feel a little redundant. I, totally I enjoy agree. the episode, but, like, a lot of the stuff feels redundant. It feels like a better take at a lot of things that we've seen. Yes. It feels like but it, it definitely feels like we've seen it. If it, yeah, it feels like that reproductive episode from last season just leveled up and mm-hmm. less play on the Corey Topanga yeah, potential. That's romance. fair. I like that. So yeah, I I even wrote a note where it says I need new hair. Haven't we been over this before? Yeah, but yep. I agree. Also, I think it's a little strange when Rebecca sees that Corey's watching. Obviously, to be done and to like go into the kitchen and be like, I don't really feel comfortable being here anymore. Totally fine. But then Eric's like, so I'll see you Friday. And she's like, no. Yeah. She completely overreacts. No, I know. I, I thought about that too. It was like, you just shut his ass down because his 13-year-old brother walked in on you in his in, house. Yeah. In his parents' bedroom. And it's not like you were doing i mean right, you like were you making weren't out, naked but you were just making out yeah you were fully clothed and it's yeah like, it's it's just, a weird scene i don't like how Corey stops and stares no very strange and the fact that he says that he's studying and i like they say we're studying and he's yeah, like he says, i am too. too and, and i'm like, like get oh, out no no no, no. which is fine but then it's like i just really don't want to be around your little brother but i yes, would say I, I agree. we can go out still on friday right, like okay great i'm gonna leave because i'm very uncomfortable yeah but yeah, I'll see you later. But I'll see you on Friday. Or right. I'll see you at school tomorrow or something. Right. Like Eric didn't do anything here. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It wasn't not. No. That's I mean, Eric pushed the boundaries, but it wasn't 
Eric pushed the boundaries for his parents. He didn't push her boundaries. Yeah, it has nothing so, to do with her. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of, mm-hmm. that was funny. That mm-hmm. I was like that. She totally overreacted in that I situation. Agree. I don't know if she was just using Eric to like make out. And then she was just like, I don't actually have any interest in you. I just really wanted to like make out with you a little bit. But mm-hmm. she was just, yeah, very, very overreacting. Also, Amy and Alan's interaction Pretty much any scene that Amy and Alan are in in this episode they is really kill it. pure they're, perfection. They're, little, they're like getting ready for bed scene. Yes. It's very fun. And he's like, why, why wouldn't you? What? What? You don't what, think that I could be cheating? I could, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. He oh, gets all great. like huffy and that's so funny. I, I love, because that's, that's such like a wonderful idea that like they've been together so long. And he's like, I don't want you to feel too safe. Right. You know? <laughs> and she's like, oh, yes, I'm, I'm so worried. But like. <laughs> totally not at right. all worried that's funny just this whole the whole end of the last like five to six minutes of this episode is just like absolute perfection then alan goes in and they both have that chat with eric and mm-hmm. i like that they don't like censor it with Corey. there they're like you gave him this advice and this is why it's bad and this is how you're going to learn from it and that they're not necessarily like punishing him but they're letting like they're not letting Corey watch them punish Eric but they're letting Corey in on like this is how Eric messed up and this is how you're gonna learn from Eric messing up (laughs) yeah it's a it's kind of a double lesson no I agree with that that's how I my I used to mm, I used to see my brothers get in trouble for shit all the time Mm -hmm. and like witness the repercussions and then I didn't do the thing yeah (laughs) or you were just more sneaky about it (laughs) because I mean Corey and Topanga have a moment where they're in his room and he's trying to kind of like push the limits a little bit, but he's in their room. He's not in the yeah. parents' room and he no- actually knows her name and has mm-hmm. a relationship with her. So that's at least really is a, a step of, in the right direction. A lot of like, I don't know, like attempted sex in this TV show. I mean, like from like the series as a whole. Pretty much. And I wouldn't even say that it's like, I would say it's just, other than this episode, it's just Corey. Because he wants to sleep with Topanga. There's a, nah, I don't know about that. Because I don't, I can't think of a single episode where Sean, I mean, other than the Veronica Watson episode, but mostly they're just trying to make out. I mean, it could go somewhere else, but I don't foresee them like going all the way. Yeah, I think we, I feel like we see some more of it from Eric. We see some more from Alan of like a lot of their... Well, like, but they're uh, married. married. I'm not saying it's yeah. a... Be- no, I'm not, like, they're condemning not, it adults. one way or the other. I shouldn't say they're married. It doesn't matter if you're married or not. But yeah. they're adults. Sure. I'm not trying to condemn it from any any age group. Just, like, interesting from a sitcom how how much direct sexual reference there is. Is there this much in anything else Probably, that you recall? Probably, like, not... Because I don't recall there being this much in, like, Full House. What about, no. like, Fresh Prince? So Fresh Prince had all... I mean... That was a more mature show than this. Cause well, like, that's true. Even season one of Fresh Prince, like, mm-hmm. you know, Will is already 16 at that point. And that's then it true. just goes on for like eight years. Yeah. So, like, we're it's looking not like at. like a 12 year old and a 16 year old. Yeah, there's definitely a plenty, mm-hmm. plenty in that. And again, not, not condemning it, not a bad thing, just interesting. But, like, it's not something you see with. Yeah. Uh, but I. Ch- children and family sitcoms anymore. No, absolutely not. But I think it's something that's kind of necessary oh it's great yeah especially with the health and sexual education being the way that it is in this country right Mm -hmm. now sometimes we need something in pop culture to relate to that doesn't that doesn't put it in a light of like it's 
taboo or like yeah. do it unsafely I, or like for the example of like Secret Life of the American Teenager mm-hmm. where it's like you're going to have sex once and get pregnant or you're going to have to you're going to ruin your whole life and blah 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 where are we at in this show should we talk about MVPs or, yeah or are we at mishaps do we talk about mishaps things that don't there hold? really weren't Not other than Eric's mistakes, bad really. advice but it was advice right. to be bad like, yeah it's supposed, it supposed to be, to be bad. irresponsible advice which like <laughs> it's just the funniest thing when he says like look at her and like whatever and then it just cuts to Corey in class and he's just like staring staring, <laughs> staring her down oh and, it is funny oh yeah that's that's actually really funny. It's a I, good bit. It's got this episode has a lot of good comedy. It does. Yeah, it's a very funny episode. Even like when Corey's like, "Well, you know, how long could this last?" And then like cut to Turner walking, and it's like, yeah. "All right, what a few years." Cut to Feeny. Feeny. Uh-huh. Like that's just that's just good writing, good yes. comedy. Yeah, I don't know that I had anything that doesn't hold up well. I even I really do love how he like ultimately like meets Wendy at the end of this. Yeah, you know? like where he's like, "Hey." Let's start over. I'm well, Corey, yeah, the Wendy. whole thing and is it's like... It's a very like, wonderful, cute little boy meets girl, 13-year-old thing. He's... I mean, the whole time he's like, I just want a girl to say hi. Like, mm-hmm. And so the end, when she does, when he's like, hi, Wendy, and she says hi. Right, and he has this dumb little, I'm, kinda... a, I'm a cute young child mm-hmm. actor face on. Yeah, That's yeah. great. Who's your MVP? Uh, Alan. Yeah. Is that your MVP? I think so. In terms of like, if we're talking about valuable players, like he does the thing. I mean, that's kind of yeah. That's kind of the thing is like, I honestly thought about giving it to Corey because I think he learns the lesson mm-hmm. the best mm-hmm. and applies it, mm-hmm. and again has good communication. Sure. But I think as far as like the person to teach him the lesson, that was definitely Alan. Oh, yeah, I think Alan's the most valuable person to the to. In to, this particular To the events. Yes. Yeah. He He is the catalyst for the learning process right. for Corey. I mean, Amy, Amy's a, a great support to that as well. But, in, but, you know, in some ways I could, someone could make the case for Amy and I could hear that. But I think the biggest thing is just the fact that they're boys. If this was an episode where Morgan is trying to learn about, like, boys and relationships and stuff, then I feel mm-hmm. like Amy would have more of a valuable... But she even says, she's like, Corey, if you have a question about dating and about, like, girls, you need to go to your father for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go to Eric, go to your father. Because I think that's just something that, as a as once a teenage boy, Alan can relate to way more than Amy ever could because she's never been a teenage boy. Sure. I don't know that I entirely agree. Um, I think that, like, it's likely that Alan is going to be a stronger point of reference for these boys in Mm -hmm. that family. Universally, I would like to support the idea that any child could reach out to either parent. Fair. Are you changing your answer, then? Are you going with Amy? No, I still (laughs) think that, like, in the terms of what happened here, that Alan is our most important player. I could could hear the case for Amy and, and... and maybe be swayed, but I am. I'm gonna stick with Alan. Fair. Yeah. Cool. You are a sniffy boy. A sniffy boy. One day we'll just have an episode of Ducky and Rigby. We'll uh-huh. put out 30 minutes of the two of them just making noise. Be just Ducky oh, sniffing. God, my heart is beating so fast. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like it's gonna burst out of his chest. Mm-hmm. He's a silly dummy boy. And I'm holding him right now. Megan so is holding him. That's why him. we're talking about that. Mm-hmm. So go follow Ducky Tales. Yeah, for sure. For some great cute doggo pics. And also let us know what you how you feel about this episode. Oh yeah, like there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot here, and um, 
There is a lot. We would love to hear what you think about yeah. it. Send us a message on Instagram. That seems to be kind of our prevailing method of getting in touch with people. Instagram no or one Twitter. wants to email us, so that's fine. I was gonna say I talk to a lot of people on Twitter. Oh, so yeah. definitely I'm not on the tweeters. DM me on Twitter. Yeah, pretty much if you see a reply on Twitter, it's it's me. It's not it's definitely Megan. <laughs> I sometimes check the Instagram messages, yeah. but Megan usually responds first. So that's true. I'm I have no life and I work from home, so that's <laughs> I uh That's fair. This is my part-time job. <laughs> uh, so send us a message. Let us know what you thought. Yep. Happy spooky time. <laughs> Happy spooky time and Halloween. We love some good spooky we time. We love some spookies. If you have a suggestion for what Ducky should be for Halloween. Oh my God, please. <laughs> we would love that in a message. You know what? Oh. I'm going to take a picture of Megan holding Ducky real quick. All right. There you go. That's a gem. If you have a suggestion for what this little rat should be Obsessed. for Halloween, we would love to know. Sarah and I are working it out. If you also want to message that to Ducky Tales. Also, tell me what I should be for Halloween because I have no idea. Yeah, if you've got pitches for what we should be for Halloween, let us know. And I don't want to be Topanga. Boy Meets We're not yep, being Boy Meets World characters. No That's Topanga. off the table. We're not doing like, and also don't send like Megan and Skylar do this like couples costume. Like that's not happening. No, like not send happening. us into, we are independent humans. Well, if you know. have couples costumes, I mean, I'm my, me and my boyfriend are still trying to figure out what the, oh, what the sure. hell we're doing. So. Cool. I'm bad at costumes. Sarah, I'm terrible at Sarah costumes. usually saves my ass at the last that's minute. Good. Quinn's like, I will only do a couples costume if it's really, really good. Oh. So I need some really, really clever suggestions. Sure. All right. Well, follow us on the Instas and the yeah. and the, the Facebooks and the Twitters and the MySpace and what? Friendster and Path. You remember Path? I don't think Skylar's been on the internet since 2007. Do you know what Path is? I have no. You've told me about. This oh, we've before. talked about Path. Yes, I'm I pretty love sure we go through path. this at least once every like five <laughs> episodes where it's you're like, it's just like a really. Do you remember Path? It was like I never even had a Path account but it was this bubble for like uh, two days days, where every every southern baptist kid we've already talked about this flappy bird was more than two days you know what i had though i was this mod of flappy bird it was called fallout bird and it was just flappy fallout bird Bird. that sounds like a more punk version yeah so it was just flappy bird but the bird was instead of being a little bird it was like an eight-bit drawing of uh patrick stump or pete wentz incredible or, uh and it would how and have like, i never heard of yeah this? and it would just play um fallout boy songs while you played the game so like entirely the same mechanics just put oh my like some God. fallout boy skin on it and so it's called Is fallout that bird still a thing you can probably find right it now. yeah fallout bird well thanks for listening yeah. and uh i hope you're enjoying some of that sweet sweet ad content we know we are oh yeah of course and uh i still will if you give us a review i will still write a poem about you you heard the first one a couple weeks ago so write a review on apple podcasts because that helps us out and mm-hmm. megan will write you a poem and, I'll write and we'll a poem. slip it into the end of an episode beginning actually beginning of an episode oh no oh. <laughs> i'm really good at what i do yep <laughs> Thanks for listening. Class dismissed.